Good morning, everybody. At least it's morning here. This is Jason with Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstoneDog.com, where we talk on this podcast about how to, one, solve severe dog training and behavior problems that you have, as well as fix them before they even start. Avoid them. And I hope that this podcast is useful to you. I hope it's very helpful in understanding how dogs think and how you can solve this problem. Um, And that you can share it with your friends and that they can see it as a use as well. Like I said, we come from a background of helping dogs with severe problems, whether it's severe anxiety or um, whether we're looking at hyperactivity or aggression. We work to solve those problems with dog owners um, to help them figure out what's going wrong and to see it from a third party perspective and then be able to make a plan to move forward and to fix it. And because of this, we've helped hundreds and thousands of dogs to change and people change their lives through this process. And it's really rewarding for me and for my wife and for our trainers. We, we love this process because this process means that quality of life for individuals and their families can increase and that's really what we're all about so as part of that we uh, my wife and I wrote a book we have done online programs so that we can have a further reach and we'll talk more about those in a future episode and um, where those stand right now and how those have grown and developed and how you can be a part of that but today I want to come back to if you've been listening to this podcast you know that recently um, my wife and I did something we've never done before and it was kind of crazy and we we're a little nervous about it and it wasn't in the plans and it just kind of felt right and that is that we bought a house to flip and long story short I never wanted the house I wanted some of the property associated with the house and um, the couple that lived there an elderly couple uh, the man just passed away a few months ago and Um, because of that, his wife came to us and said, Hey, will you buy this so I can move to another state with my daughter? And so I I, I tried to get them to just sell property on the back to me. And they were like, no, 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 we got to sell the whole lot. And then of course, when we got the house or we went to look at the house, I really didn't want it. I mean, it, it was built in the 1920s and, um, one half of it and the other half was built in the 1940s and I don't know if it's ever been updated. I mean, maybe in the 60s or 70s. And it was in pretty poor shape. To add to it, they were an elderly couple. So on this two-level house, they they didn't go in the basement. But their five cats and two dogs definitely did. And it was was painful. I mean, it it was um, one of those situations with pets where... I mean, it burned your eyes when you went in there. That's like how you couldn't stay down there very long. And we, I was like, I don't, I don't want this problem. (laughs) I've got other problems. I don't want this problem. And we decided to go with it. And there's another podcast on this. You can, you can go back and, and listen to that first one, but we decided to get this house. And then I was all for just splitting the property and finding somebody that wanted to fix it up and sell it to them. But my wife was like, you know what? We need to do this. We need to make this better than we found it kind of thing, and which I love about her, that she's she's that way. Um, and so I was like, all right, let's do it. And we, we found a contractor, uh, which is hard because this is in a rural area. Um, 
hours away from where most contractors want to work. But we found somebody that would work with us and uh, got it started. Now, in the last podcast, I just to review real quick, I talked about how it's super overwhelming and how that's a lot like dog training when you're looking at your dog with all these problems and saying, how is this ever going to change? Will it ever change? I don't think it can. And yet we know from training dogs over and over again that we can take those situations and they can change. And that's one of my favorite things about dogs is that they are so willing to change. They are so willing when they find out that things aren't working anymore, then they're just like, you know what? I'll do something different then to to make life easier for myself. And they do it. And so that's kind of how I was feeling, you know, with this house. I, I didn't know really what the next steps forward were. I didn't know what came first or how to do it. And it was a mess. And it was just like, I don't know if this is even salvageable. In fact, I had a brother-in-law that joked that he knew how to fix it. And there just needed to be a random fire kind of thing. Like, it was that bad. Like, it was just like, let's just burn the place to the ground. We didn't burn it to the ground yet. Hopefully never. And uh, anyway, we've been working on this for about six weeks now. And the light's starting to shine through. So we're to the point where we have some flooring in. We've got the walls mud uh, mudded so that it, there's some, um, I just forgot the word. What is it? There's, uh, oh shoot. <laughs> I do these live just so you know, <laughs> I, I don't usually edit these things. They're mudded and textured. That's the word. Okay. So you'd tell, I don't really know stuff. I don't know this stuff, right? So they're mudded, they're textured. Um, we've got all the, the tear out done. So all the carpets that were covered in pet hair and feces and urine and just like, well, right? Like it was, it was, you would go in there and after you were in there for 15 minutes, whether you like did any work or not, you felt like you needed to go shower. And, and so anyway, that's how it was. It was bad. Well, we're to a point now where it's like, oh, we can see the light, you know, and, and this is starting to feel good. Like we've got some new baseboards in and the painters are there today and they're working on it and it's just gonna, it's gonna change everything. Um, so that it just feels like a brand new home already. And my wife and I were talking about this, about how we're kind of like, oh, you know, like this, this is a cute little house now instead of a stinky little problem. It's a cute little house and we like it again. And we were nervous when we started, when we started doing tear out and some of the workers as well. We had a lot of people, family and friends that are doing tear out. We were worried that it would lose some of, as hard as this is to say, it's charm, right? We could tell there was charm underneath. You know, the, the roof line was so, so cute and perfect and we didn't want it to change. And of course, well, in some situations it would, but in this situation it didn't change. Um, you know, the old doorknobs and hinges and light switches were, were just so cool. We love old stuff, you know, but we were worried, you know, that some of those things would, would change. The, the front door is rounded at the top, you know, it's just, it's kind of a cool little house. And, uh, we, when, when we started to tear out all the bad stuff and to fix that, some of the, the thing that, that happened that was crazy is those, that character of the house actually came out more and it, it looks better than it did before. And I mean, even just from smell, smell excluded, you know, it looks, it looks better. And I thought, man, this is so much like dog training. This idea of flipping a house is really kind of what we do. We, flip dogs, I guess. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but, but we, we change behaviors that seem ingrained, like it's just never going to change. 
And it's so much like that process where, you know, you, you feel like it's never going to change. And then you start to see the light and you start to see things changing. And people always come to me and say, well, if I follow this program, is my dog going to, am I going to lose the things I love? Are they going to become a robot? And it's kind of actually a hard answer because in a way, I mean, dogs aren't robots. They'll never be robots. But in a way, they're going to kind of drop everything for a bit until they can, they're like, okay, this is my new world. Imagine if you went into like a new job, right? You're not going to be the same boisterous, make the same jokes in front of your employee, in front of your coworkers and stuff that you would normally make, right? You got to kind of fill out the waters first. And so that's kind of how a dog's going to be, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to ease into it. And all of those things that they used to do that we love will come back, but for a while they might lose those things. And that can be really scary. And yet there's some things where it's like, like, for example, we pulled up the carpet in this house and uh, in that front room, there's this beautiful wood floor. And it was like, oh, this is so awesome. Let's sand this and make it work. But of course, right in the middle of the floor are just deep, deep, deep pet stains from dogs and cats peeing right in the middle of the floor. I think it's where um, one of the owner's chairs used to be and the dogs would be right there. And I think they'd mark it, which is crazy, right? But it, there, I mean, it was just deep and there was no way we could salvage that floor. So we just had to end up painting it and putting some luxury vinyl plank in. Now, I could say, man, that was... I really wanted that floor. And and if we wanted, we could tear it all out and put in a new wooden floor and have a wooden floor. But the idea of salvaging that wasn't worth the overall effect that it would have. And so sometimes when it comes to dog training, sometimes owners, and this is hard, when they really love the bad behaviors... And that sounds crazy but because it annoys them. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, I like them to be a little naughty. And that's kind of a maturity thing on our part, not the dog's part. We have to decide what we want. Because, you, you you know, you can have a dog however you, you want. You can have the behaviors that you want. And uh, you can have it both ways. But having it both ways usually means you have to get rid of everything. You have to get rid of the one way and build it back in. You can't say, well, I, I want my dog to to jump up on these three people, but not on these three people. Um, and I, I want them to do it spontaneously. <laughs> if you want it both ways, then you say, okay, we're going to get rid of jumping altogether, and then we're going to teach the dog to come up on command, to come up to you, you know, so you say up, and the dog will come up, and you can pet your dog that way if you love it or they say well I want my dog to be able to go to their spot on the couch but not on any other spot and so I don't want to correct that well at first you're going to not let them get on the couch at all you're going to say this couch is mine and then you're going to teach the dog that they can on command right and then as time goes on and as you watch this the dog will start to generalize that and honestly most of the time you won't even have to tell your dog, give your dog a command to get on that spot, but they'll know that they can't get on the other spots. And as time goes on, they may start to regress and push that boundary. And you'd have to build that. You'd have to remind them and it will come back a lot faster. The biggest thing that I see right now. So right now the house is in such a good spot. It's like, Oh wow, this is like, like livable. 
right? Like, we could deal with this. And how often, I mean, there's things like this, and we've lived in the current house we're in for seven years, six and a half years. And there are things in that house that on day one I plan on fixing, but I haven't. And you can totally, like, if you're listening to this in a car or wherever, just raise your hand if that's you. Because, let's be honest, I think we all kind of do some of this. It's really hard when it's livable to fix the problem. Unless we say, okay, I'm going to plan this and I'm going to do it. And so that's one of the big dangers at this stage in dog training. You get to a point where it's like, okay, the stuff that was horrible and I couldn't live with is, is going away. So I think I'm good. Don't stop there. You've got to go all the way to the finish line. And then when you go all the way to the finish line, you can walk back a little bit and, and start to let something slide that you would rather have slide. Um, so as an example that I always use with this, I, I talk about, I was a teacher for 15 years. I talk about starting a class each semester. And when you start a class each semester, one of the big things is as a teacher you learn really really fast you don't want to be that teacher that is like oh hey we're gonna have so much fun you guys can do what you want I don't really care you know because if you're that teacher then students will say well sweet then I can take advantage of this and they will and it's not their fault it's your fault as a teacher that they're taking advantage of it and then when the moment comes where you need like their attention and you need discipline oh boy, you can't get it. You know, like then you get resentment from students because they're like, what? Like you let us do this all the time. Then when, when, you know, your principal comes to watch and you're trying to be a good teacher, then the students are like, you're fake. This is not cool. Right. But if you start firm and you say, okay, no, this is the way it is. These are my rules. Did you ever have that class where you're like, you go into a class and you're like, dang, I might need to get out of this class. It's going to be way too hard. This teacher's way too strict. And then, like, midway through the semester, you were like, actually, this is, like, my favorite class ever. Because the teacher, you can, it's easy to lighten up. It's hard to tighten up. So, when you do the training, it's, you know, you start a program, whether it's one of our online programs or you're working with us in person or whatever it may be. You start the program and you say, I'm going to go all in. And you do that for the, the two months that that process is, is we're going to change have chemical changes in the dog's body and physiological changes and they're going to they're going to make this big life change and then you can lighten up and you can you know and then you can you can slide into that um that position that behavior that you want so at this stage it's just reminding me as we're looking at this house and we're working on it you know we still have another few weeks to go we probably have a good solid uh, two, three weeks before um, it's good to go and probably a good month before it's ready to put on the market and to sell. Um, and yet, if we stop now, it could stay like this and we you we would be happy. We would be like, oh, wow. And somebody would probably even buy it. But it wouldn't be all the way there. And with our dogs, I hope that we, you know, we avoid that same situation. And we look at our dog and say, what things have I been allowing way too long? You know what? Maybe it's time. And, and to be totally fair, there's like a, with the example of things in my house that aren't done, uh, they aren't highest on my priority list. You know, if they really bothered me, I'd fix them. And someday I should plan it and fix them. 
You know, there's there's things that need to be done just as a homeowner to take care of them. And there's things that need to be done as a pet owner and a dog owner that need to be done. But it's not urgent. And in most situations, it's not a problem. And so to me, I, I always say it's not a problem if it's not a problem. Now, if it's impacting their behavior and it really is a problem, but we refuse to see it, that's a different matter. So with our dogs, look at things that we're saying, all right, they're not quite there yet. Do I care enough to fix it? And if the answer is yes, then go for it. And it, it will change. We can do this. We can build impulse control. We can change perspective. We can uh, help dogs start to get rid of the adrenaline rushes that they're feeling with certain uh, cues in our world. And we can fix those problems. So I'm here to give you hope. I'm living this right now with this house flip. And some of you that are listening are like, oh, that's child's play. I got that. I get it. Like I could use your advice. (laughs) I'm learning so much through this process and um, definitely looking forward to it being done because I know it's going to be awesome and it's going to bless someone's world. And that's what I want for you and your dog as you go through this process, finish the process, um, help that dog reach a level where they can be uh, confident and secure and that their world is in a better place with more calm and more peace and just a well-behaved companion in your world and your life will be forever changed. Thanks guys.